Hey everyone, welcome back. Radio Albert, and just hoping that everything's working okay today. Been having a few gremlins here in the studio, and by studio I mean a corner of my living room. But we got a fun topic for you today, because remember last week we're all confessing how drunk we had gotten and the wild things we did when we were drunk. Well, now comes the other side for having that sort of fun. We flipped the coin, and now we're going to ask, what is your favorite hangover preventative and or restorative? Because maybe we've got some information we need to share. Oh, and I get it looks like a drunken raccoon holding a bottle in the comments. And I'm going to be reading all these comments out loud because this is going into the podcast repository forever. So in the way that I immortalized our shame last time, this time I'm going to immortalize our communal knowledge about how to feel not quite so near death the next day. And brother, I'm telling you, I think we've all had some bad ones. I, I do have a friend who says, he claims, never had a hangover, doesn't know what it is, and they do drink. So just some crazy metabolism. But I think for a lot of us, we do not drink as much as we used to if you are near my age. And the reason is, in your late teens, early 20s, what do you get? You get that metabolism, could burn away that alcohol. You wake up the next day, maybe you got a hangover, maybe you're sick. But come on, you're still game, right? You're, still, you're, you're right back to drinking. So what happens is you get older and your liver doesn't, just doesn't have the same mojo it used to. And you start getting headaches just from one drink. It's crazy. You really have to start pounding it to get away from that, that one headache. Then you're thinking, why the hell did I do this? Now I got to wake up two, three, four times during the night to go have a, a whiz and oh it's just it's no good you're sweating and you wake up the next day and you feel like you've been poisoned like they were trying to interrogate you so what can we do to maybe uh prevent that a bit i've got my my personal faves and i want to share those real quick before we get to the comments uh but i there's historically there is one of the greats and my favorite book series probably the jeeves and worcester series written by P.G. Wodehouse, and the butler, Jeeves, in this little scene I'm about to play for you, he shows up to, in a sense, audition to be hired by Bertie. This is the first time they meet, and Bertie Wooster is hungover and sprawled on a couch in this, in this little scene. And then Jeeves comes in, and Jeeves mixes him a little cure for that hangover. going to play that for you right now. It's about one minute long. Excuse me, sir, he said gently. Then he seemed to flicker and wasn't there any longer. I heard him moving about in the kitchen, and presently he came back with a glass on a tray. If you would drink this, sir, he said, with a kind of bedside manner, rather like the royal doctor shooting the bracer into the sick prince. It is a little preparation of my own invention. It is the Worcester sauce that gives it its color. The raw egg makes it nutritious, the red pepper gives it its bite. A gentlemen have told me they have found it extremely invigorating after a late evening. I would have clutched at anything that looked like a lifeline that morning. I swallowed the stuff. For a moment, I felt as if somebody had touched off a bomb inside the old bean and was strolling down my throat with a lighted torch. 
And then everything seemed to get all right. The sun shone in through the window, birds twittered in the treetops, and generally speaking, hope dawned once more. You're engaged, I said, as soon as I could say anything. I perceived clearly that this cove was one of the world's workers, the sort no home should be without. And there you go. I've never tried that mix myself, but you can see how that might work, right? Worcestershire sauce, it's got the tang and the sodium to maybe, you know, get a little bit of your, your blood going again. Now the raw egg hopefully helps your brain heal, and then the red pepper bursts through your circulatory system, opens up the capillaries in your brain, boom, and you're feeling better. But I've never tried it. Uh, my stomach is not really in the mood for red pepper the next day, actually, and I, I, I feel like if I tried to drink raw eggs, I'd have a difficult time keeping it down. So my favorite preventative is this, and I'm going to walk you through it. Green Pepper for the Win is a uh, comment already from Oversample Reality, who also suggested smoke weed every day. Question mark. See the question mark? That's good. You qualify. Yeah, it's just, should we? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, Uh-oh, we get the one is to keep drinking when you wake up. We're going to get to that strategy because we got <laughs> there's a downside to that uh, strategy. Um, here we go. Favorite hangover preventative for me, um, what you do, it's going to be both food and hydration, but you've got to cut off the drinking about two hours before bed. Now, this is tough. This is tough because you want to keep drinking. You don't want to dry out. There's more episodes of South Park to watch. There's more Rick and Morty. Come on, you could stop back at season one again. So you want to keep drinking, but no, you got to stop. This is to make yourself feel better the next day. Got to be a hero. Stop drinking and then eat something huge. For me, the best thing is two animal-style cheeseburger from In-N-Out Burger. You eat them. Now, here's the thing. You want to try to you hydrate right away? No, 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 no. You got to let that food digest for 90 minutes. 90 minutes, it's got to go through your system to soak up all the alcohol on there. Kind of like a squad of janitors with their mops. It's going in there. Now, after 90 minutes, after eating the burger, then right before you go into bed, hydrate like an MF. Big Powerades, anything that's got the electrolytes in it, just down it, down it, down it. About 128 ounces of liquid if you can get it in you. And then next day, you feel almost okay. And I'm not sure what it was, but that combination works for me. It just requires a level of discipline that isn't as fun as what you used to do, drink and pass out. <laughs> that, was, that was more fun, right? But um, if you do that combination of food, wait in 90, a lot of food, wait in 90 minutes and then hydrating like an MF, then that works for me. Restorative the next day. You know what it is? Racquetball. Any kind of exercise like that. I hate to do it because I feel like I'm just poisoned. But I found that anything that gets you out and breathing and sweating, it kind of works. And of course, you're adding caffeine, right? But caffeine is just what we use as the new normal. Speaking of the new normal, Artur Ayase's, I, I wish I could, if you provide a phonetic pronunciation for that, you can help out the kid here. Um, 
He suggests make hangovers your new normal. Uh, I don't know. That's like saying make cancer your new normal. You know, I mean, see, the things where it's you're going to have an illness, a long-term illness, and that is the new normal. Hangovers, don't you just feel like an idiot? Don't you just feel like you've given yourself the flu? You know, and that's one of the things that I don't really have hangovers anymore because I don't drink as much anymore because I just can't stand that feeling of idiocy. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I hate that I'm such an idiot. And every time, the super bad hangover, what do you think? I never have to feel this way again. I never have to have a hangover again, totally within my power. And once you think that about 20 times during 20 different hangovers, it, it sticks eventually. So I want to look at some of the comments here of what people are saying. Our Tory essays says, the worst is when you don't make it to bed. Um, grass is never fun for your back or the floor. But you know what is really good, I have to say? Artificial turf. Artificial turf is really good. I, like, like artificial grass, it just it feels really good when you're drunk and or chemically enhanced. Oh, thank you. And we got a, a, a highlighted message here for a shout out to Christian for the Four Cocos. All right, our Tory essays sent that. Is that why you always start your walks with Albert on the soccer field? Soccer field is far away now, I'm afraid. I moved many miles away from there. But um, that soccer field, yes, uh, many a time have we laid down on that soccer field, me and my booze <laughs> that was inside me. We were a duo at that point, me and my bloodstream. So we got another suggestion here. Our Tory, um, it's going to do it right this time. Art Tory essays says here is um, you keep drinking when you wake up. Oh, and there's someone out in, out in front of the door. If you hear a knock on the door, I'm just going to ignore it because I have to. Anyhow, so the suggestion that uh, that you just keep drinking when you wake up. Well, I might have mentioned this in a podcast before, but this is a perfect time to mention it again. What you get here is you get now sort of that free pass into alcoholism because Buster Keaton, famous uh, old-timey silent film star, great guy, and, you know, fantastic film director as well, he said that it used to be hard-drinking times back then, the silent film stars, they have all this whiskey every night after filming, every night getting together with a big whiskey party, and they didn't even have, you know, things to do, just a piano and lots of whiskey and some gambling. Well, you wake up the next day and just think of the kind of whiskey they were drinking back then, rot gut stuff, tons of poisons in it, and then you wake up and then you feel like hell and you got a film. You not only got a film, more silent film, comedy, pratfalls, you have to be inventive because they were making it up on the fly. So what did he do when he woke up? Started drinking more shots of whiskey to get rid of that hangover. But what you're doing is you're kicking the can down the road. It's eventually going to catch up to you. So then you drink that night to have more fun, wake up the next day, got to be productive. So you go ahead and you drink more. And you guess every day you're waking up drinking. This is what eventually killed W.C. Fields, is uh, who used to wake up to a tumbler of brandy. And a tumbler is something like 20 ounces. So imagine waking up and before anything, you have 20 ounces of brandy in a big glass. 
So that's why you take your hangover like a man or a woman. Like you take the bullet and you just try to be smarter next time. And that keeps you from being an alky. What it does is it lets you be a functional alky, functional alcoholic. That's still permissible, right? Because look, what's the first word in that phrase? Functional. Functional is good. Okay, so now we get from my friend G here, the spill monkey. After the age of 35, the only thing that works if you didn't manage a greasy nighttime preventative meal is you do two shots of whatever you had the night before and four Advil. Holy heck. If you can lay it in a pond or pool and soak the next day, it doesn't speed recovery, but it definitely makes it more bearable. Oh, wow. So you do shots with ibuprofen. Two shots, whatever you had the night before. So if it was like a whiskey, you do two shots of whiskey with ibuprofen? Huh. That seems to me just so chemically wrong. I mean, I could see how it feels good, right? You get the pain reliever plus the hair of the dog to uh, chase away the hangover, but wow. See, the one thing you cannot do is you cannot do the two shots with acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, because that is a liver inflammatory. So there are a lot of people who ended up in the hospital because they're thinking, oh, I can just pound a bunch of Tylenol and maybe I'll keep drinking, maybe even some beers. Why not? Little did they know Tylenol goes right to your liver and starts kicking it around. So, uh, and uh, oversample reality is disagreeing with the idea that weed helps because uh, maybe weed for some people, it's just, it's hit and miss. Makes you feel even sicker, makes you feel even more disconnected. So now it's like, yeah, I could see that. You're both sick with the hangover and now you're just blurry and unfocused from the weed. Yeah, that could be kind of bad. It actually feels sort of depressing. So let's see here. Um, they call me Kirby has this to say, my fave cure is prairie oyster with raw egg yolk, Worcestershire sauce, hot sauce, table salt, and ground black pepper. Hey, that is so close to what the Jeeves one was. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah, that is, okay, it's very close. It's the raw eggs and the hot sauce. So the raw eggs giving you nutrition and the hot sauce bursting open your circulatory system. And, uh, Fatal glass of beer, says Vatican Treasury, uh, says that's the funniest W.C. Fields short there is. And yes, that is true. I love that one. Yeah, after the age of 40, nothing's good. Just trust me, nothing, nothing. You, you cannot metabolize anything quite as you used to. I wonder if they see people who are doing heroin and they're out there in the alleys and they're just kind of laid out and unconscious or really like... Do they get the same thing where it's like, man, I used to be able to heroin and be okay in, <laughs> in my 20s, and uh, now I just can't metabolize heroin the same way. I don't think a lot of people make it to 40 with that kind of lifestyle. Spill Monkey says, it works, though. This shots with the Advil. Wow, I'm, I'm very tempted to try it, but then I cross the line with that whole thing of, oh, man, do I want to start drinking the next day? to drink to drink away my hangover i mean one day you got to try it i did try it with a beer once but it did not you know i just kind of felt like that i i don't want to feel good i don't want this to feel good because i just don't want it to i don't want it to be the thing i go to to fix my hangover 
I want to take the hangover as the shameful thing that it is. Um, <laughs> Oversample reality says, sure, some may brain bleed. <laughs> and he did the little asterisk, which says, some may brain bleed, like it's down at the bottom of the bottle as a little extra warning down there. And, but he does say weed does help. You know, and what's weed? Weed is a different thing. Weed is not really kind of the poison that alcohol is. So yeah, you know, a, a couple hits, some edibles. See, I, I know all the, the slang for the cool kids. You know, you, you do a couple of them doobies. <laughs> and you tell daddy-o to back off. So you, you have to make sure, Spill Monkey says, you have to make sure those two shots, rent-yo, are your only shots. Okay. Well... Now, see, that's what that's doing is it's moving the goalpost to absolute, which is dangerous. But I guess you can, if you do it once, you do it once. And then you, that's the new goalpost, right? So let's say you had the goal, you think you never drink the next day. That's your rule. You never drink the next day. Take the hangover as the bullet. And you take that bullet and just, that's it. You learn. But then if you say, okay. I can drink the next day to get rid of the hangover, but it's just two shots and you move the goalpost. Well, if you keep the goalpost there and then maybe add a little uh, qualifier, which is that you, uh, you know, you don't have uh, any more drinking for the next 48 hours or 72 hours, um, then maybe there, I could see then. But you got to lock it down. See, the thing, once you move a goalpost, <laughs> it feels like goalpost could just... Go on a little trek anytime it wants to. You shift little goalposts because you moved it once and nothing bad happened. So I guess we all got to set that goalpost down at some point after a certain amount of life experience. And you just got to go by it. Now, of course, you're going to have more hangovers. I don't think there is such a thing as a last hangover. I think there has to be factually. But I think for you, me, and you know the guy next door, there's always going to be one more hangover. So the preventatives of what you sort of do to make that hangover, you know, a little more comfortable, right? So that the idiocy is still there, but it's kind of a muffled idiocy. Like you can almost smile at it. I mean, hangovers, you do not feel like smiling. Okay, so here we go from Farouk. You slam some puff puffs with your bros in the heat box. Okay. Wow, that's enough. Uh, that's some uh, some slang there for the kid here to try to disentangle. So slam some puff puffs. I'm thinking you take some inhales from a marijuana cigarette with your bros in the heat box. So that means that I think it's one a car with the windows up, something like that. Um, yeah, weed West Coast, best coast. It is legal here, and it does. People grow it on their front porch. I've seen it all over the place, all over this apartment complex. You get people just growing it on their front porch. Well, I think that we've got a kind of a nice collection here of what be some potential things, and we can kind of sum it up. So far, we have give yourself some more fun the next day, either weed or shots with painkiller. And the night before, it really is coming down to you got to eat a ton of food plus hydrate and everyone kind of knows right and um and then of course both oversample reality is suggested why not both and it's true you could do both uh you could do you know the big meal 
the hydration. And the next day, if you feel really good, just kind of like, yeah, I dodged the hangover. I'm going to celebrate with a couple of shots. <laughs> Let me do the celebration. <laughs> ah, got away with no hangover. <laughs> you know what's a good reward for that? Yeah, a couple more shots. Anyway, so, well, and I think what we're going to do here is we're going to take this information that we've come up with. Because and the other thing we're learning is that there really isn't a magic bullet, is there? There's only the bullet of dignity and shame, which they go together, right? Because in order to feel shame, you have to have a dignity that's been violated. And taking that hangover, come on, just do it and get smiling. Next time, do not drink as much. Till next time, everyone. Thank you so much for all these great comments. And yeah, just drink smart. And by smart, I mean high quantities, but with strategy. Thank you. Bye-bye.